hello. Okay, you you greet our listeners properly. Hi, hi, hello. <laughs> hi. Okay, Poindexter. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, it is me. I talk like this. Oh, okay. Now you have to talk like that How the whole episode. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, Welcome back to Goose Chase. Goose Chase. Our weekly dive into the weirdness of the world. Yes. It is starting off really fucking sleepy. Yeah, I'm real tired. I'm real low-key tonight. Uh, Yeah, I just, you know... I don't got it today. I'm just like, mm, me too. My deal is let's call it. the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's like you know, for the last like two weeks, both of us are trying, at least trying, to eat low calorie, mm-hmm. so our bodies are dying. Not really. They're basically dying. <laughs> That's not how eating low calorie works. I, I, I think so. It's like no. they're basically dying. No. I, I, you know, maybe though. No, not really. I feel fine. I'm just tired. (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel like I'm dying. You get so many more calories than me. I know. I know. It's not right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you lost more weight than me, too. (laughs) No, keep putting it back. This is the the fucking yo-yo of this thing is so demoralizing. Well, it's about the long-term goal, not the short-term goal. My long-term goal, realistically, is just to eat pizza in a pile of pizza, in a house shaped like pizza. No, that's not your long-term goal. That's really an aspiration of mine. (laughs) If I had a a vision board, most of it would be covered in pizza. Your long-term goal, Mm -hmm. as was my reason for doing this, is that we want to be able to do things we can't currently do. Like? No, eating ourselves out of a house made of pizza is not one of those. You sure? Yes. I kind of think it should be on the list. No. All right. <laughs> if you insist. I'm vetoing that. <sighs> I just feel like, I don't know. I just You're just getting frustrated, <clears throat> so yep. you're acting like you don't want to do it, yes. but you want to do it. I'm kind of having a small temper tantrum. You are having a temper tantrum. I just fucking, I just like... I'm not good at this. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I just I'm having an okay time. <laughs> yeah. You you I'm doing are. okay. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I know Get you hate everything about this. I know, I do. I really do. I'm like not a person with self control. Yeah. Or like really much of a drive to make myself better. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. I like meal planning yeah. and I I like eating healthy. I like eating junk too, but like I like eating healthy. I mm-hmm. like veggies and I like fruits and Yeah. I do not feel like I'm missing out yeah, when my, I eat the way I've been eating the past couple of weeks. My body is straight up addicted. Oh yeah. Like inside me there is like this just food junkie that is just like, Man, what do you got? What do you got, man? For going on two weeks, you know, the whole time I've been doing this, I have not had Fast food for the most part. There was one night I had Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I had Taco Bell and I had like the Fresco tacos. Yeah. And uh, I don't miss it. 
That's crazy. I the thing is like <laughs> that this is the longest I've gone without eating fast food in a really long time. I eat mm. it several times a week. Yeah. Sometimes more than once a day. Right. So it I'm surprised too. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised too. I thought McDonald's would be really hard for me to stop eating. Ah, oh, they're not even good. I know. They're not even good. I know. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's better? Yeah. Curried chicken that I made myself. That is better than everything on the McDonald's menu. Yep. It really is. Yep. Because they're not even good. Any of, and most any fast food, for the number of calories that it is, it's just not worth it. Yeah. It's just not worth it. It's just not good enough for me to be like, yeah, let's eat all of my calories in one meal. That only becomes apparent when you start watching the numbers. Yeah. You know, because other than that, your only metric is how full am I? Yeah. You know, like, how often do I get hungry and what do I do about that? Like, those are your only metrics. When you start watching the numbers, it's like unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. I had one, <clears throat> I did one smart thing yesterday. I did one smart thing, which I had like a little small episodic freak out. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was going to stress eat. And I'm like, all right, what's it going to be? What's going to be? And I went up I went up to the subway. I got a chicken breast sub. I got a six inch. Packed it with veggies and no cheese. And I just stuffed it into my face. Oh, that's a better choice than Not way better bad. choice than it could have been. That was stuff in my face with a 300 calorie sandwich or something like that. Fine. Yeah. Not so bad. But, oh my God, it is so hard to like have control. I'm sorry you stress ate. Yeah, <laughs> just like I just I just feel like worn out. I feel like Rocky in the corner in between rounds. I'm just like I can't, I can't do it. Would you like me to spritz your face with some water? No, no, no. I would not. Okay. <laughs> I would not like that. I could. I I would just draw you draw you off with a little towel afterwards. No, pat you dry. A little pat 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 you dry. Yeah, I'm good. No, okay. Yeah, I'm good. Well, just remember I offered. I will remember that. Yeah, don't say I didn't offer it's, anything to you. It registers a bit like a threat to me, like like no. you like you hose a cat with a little sprayer. No, not in bad. a threatening way. I'm like, uh, here, let me let me rinse your face. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> let me rinse your face. That's with a spray. You know, like you go in the bathroom when you're stressed or when something going is going wrong, you splash your face with water, like that. Does anyone actually do that? Yes. One on person, <laughs> one person a long time ago did that. Well, no, we watched that um that Will Weldon episode, the story he told on yeah, um right, yeah, yeah. this isn't happening, right? And he said he did that because that's what they do on TV when something weird, something I, bad is happening. I feel like no one in real life does that. It's like, like he only did it because they do it on TV. So yeah, the, the answer is probably no. Yeah, like how splashing your face is supposed to do anything? It's a shock to the system. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, do we have anything interesting to talk about? I don't know. I don't. I honestly, it's just like I might go to Mississippi. Yeah, that's a thing. I yeah. might go to Mississippi, but I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. It's for work. Widely regarded as America's sweaty butt crack. Yeah, Mississippi is deep south. <laughs> 
I don't want to talk shit on Mississippi. I don't know anything it's, about it. It's just deep south. It's just right in I'm there. I'm very liberal. Yeah. You're going to have to say nothing to no one. Yeah. You're going to have to, like, develop a fake accent. No. Yeah. You have to wear a mustache. <laughs> no, what you think I'm going to have to do is yeah. not... Uh, realistic it'll, it'll help. also i think it might be weirder if i wore a fake mustache Maybe. around just call yourself tony wear a fake mustache and don't you know just don't say much okay yeah well we'll see we'll see if i even end up going yeah i was I, supposed to go somewhere at the time i was told west virginia a long time ago and then they just dropped the ball and i never heard anything and i was like all right well i have plans that i need to make so yeah you let me know if you figure that out and then they kind of never did and then the other day they're like hey you still want to do that and i was like oh that's still a thing yeah and they're like yeah you're gonna go to mississippi and i was like it's it's funny because if west virginia didn't feel kind of like foreign enough (laughs) yeah send you to mississippi yeah. A place where you will definitely be kind of by yourself in a lot of ways. Yeah, there'll be other people. It won't just yeah. be me. And I know you won't be alone. I mean, you'll be by yourself in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, but I I'm I mean like there possibly will be other people from this general area. Yeah. So I won't be completely That's true. alone like the lone northerner. The lone northerner. Yeah. Midwesterner. Carpet bagging your way through the South. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. If you go, it should be interesting. It'd be, you know, it's an experience. It's a if place I you've go, never been. If I go, I get my own rental car. And I get my own hotel room. I might have to share a room, that, but they're pretty sure we'd get our own room. And um, I plan to go do things yeah. on the days I have off, depending on what that looks like. Fish for so, crawdads. Yes, that's what I mean. Skip a rock. But I have no idea in Mississippi where it would be, so. I, I should, really should not shit on Mississippi. I don't know anything yeah. about Mississippi. No, I'm sure there's some cool uh, stuff there. But I'm in a cranky mood, so I'm taking it out on Mississippi <laughs> right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, as long as you, like, send it chocolates or something later. Maybe. The whole state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Here's a box of lid truffles to fight over. I disparaged over. <laughs> you on my podcast that no one listens right. to. Here's some chocolate. Here's here's a, here's a Walt, Waltman sampler box for you to tear. You know what? Chocolate's not going to do it. No. You're going to have to make pecan pie. Yeah. That might do it. Do they yeah. really like pecan pie over in what, Mississippi? Probably. It's the South. Everyone loves pecan pie in the South. Yeah, everyone likes pecan pie, period. It's true. Who doesn't like pecan pie? It's just congealed corn syrup with some pecans tossed in for color. Lots of sugar and some cinnamon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Nutritive. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with that. Also, the more I say pecan, the more it sounds not like a word. Yeah, I never say pecan, really. I don't either. Unless I'm talking about pie. I normally say pecan, but if I'm talking about Southerners liking pie, I say pecan. You say pecan, I say pecan. You say... Laurel? (laughs) I also say laurel. I don't know why you're bringing this up. What the hell is it again? The other one? Yanny. Laurel and yanny. Man, 
if you guys don't know about this, <laughs> it's essentially the audio version of blue dress. Is it blue dress, white dress? Uh, or black dress, white dress? Or I something? don't know. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, it's like... It's blue, blue dress, white dress, I think. We still don't know what color dress that was. It was enough. blue. It <laughs> was it was a black and blue dress. I just happened to forget at the moment what the other color was. I think white and gold. But basically, um, it's an audio clip, and some people hear the word Laurel, and some people hear the word Yanni or Yanni. If you're wondering how that's possible, it's not. It's Laurel. <laughs> Dave is very bitter about this. I'm very, very I'm insistent. Very insistent about this. Hey, listen. I listened to the pitch modulated version, and I heard Yanny, so I at least can understand and conceptualize yeah. how someone can hear Yanny. But it's something you said. NPR talked about it, and yep. it's something to do with like the background noise. There is a mishearing of Yanny that takes place if you're listening to background sounds and compression artifacts that come out of the way that the sound was <laughs> was was rendered. Essentially, now I did, and I sent you that article, but I did read that article about why this happens, why people mishear it, and like. Uh, a professional speech analyst or whatever looked at the spectrograph for yeah. the word being said. And she said, it doesn't look like either word, probably because of those, that compression in the artifacts. Like it doesn't look like she'd expect Laurel to look 100%. And it doesn't look like she'd expect Yanni to look 100%. Mm-hmm. Now she did say that it's definitely not, the spectrograph does not look like ends in the middle of that word at all. Yeah. It doesn't look like Yanny. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't look like what it sounds like. Yeah. And those were that was some of the reasons. It's like your head filling in the blanks of what's going on in the clip. Yeah, it seems like a possible explanation for how people hear. Also, it sounds like a real computery voice to me. It doesn't really sound like a person saying it, which to me would explain why the spectrograph wouldn't look right because it's not being formed by like an actual mouth in vocal folds. Yeah, no? Yeah. Yanny? What? What'd I do? <laughs> Dave was staring me down. Yeah, no. I don't know. This thing has become to me just like just so infuriating. so angry about just, it. Just like there is so. For no reason. This is just like, well, you know what it is? Is like it feels like a, like one of these manufactured like, oh, how about, you know, everyone has to weigh in on this now. I think it's kind of fun. And, I, and of course, I'm doing it. Yeah. I, I took the bait. You did entirely. I wasn't even <laughs> trying to bait you. We're on the same side of it. We both hear Laurel. Yeah. And you were like, it's not Yanny. And I'm like, I don't disagree. <laughs> no, it's like my, my frustration is that whoever asked this question in the first place. The There is some mystery there because the clip was like posted by a Twitter user and the link she posted was back to like, I don't know, her own Instagram post of the clip. And it's like, where did this come from? Who are you? Why yeah. did you post this? How did you figure out that some people hear one thing and some people hear another thing? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, right. So it clearly, it does seem like someone who was just trying to make this go viral, but. I don't know. I don't know worked. what, I don't know where it comes from. 
I'm sure we will find out more. I about don't know it. where it goes. Um, where did it come from, Cotton Joe? I'd have been married a long time ago <laughs> if it weren't for Cotton Eye Joe. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking of the time. Yeah. Our friend told you that in the middle of a wedding. Was so, it? so crazy. It was at someone's wedding, right? Your brother's <clears throat> wedding? It was at my brother's wedding. And like our <clears throat> friend Tom is like trying to get his sister Allison's attention. And he's going, Allison, Allison, Allison. She's talking to someone else. Allison, Allison. Eventually. He goes, what, Tom, what? He goes, if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd have been married a long time ago. This song wasn't on, right? It had been. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it had It had been. Provides a little more context. Yeah. Even at that, the insistence of it was so silly. <laughs> yeah. It just had to get her attention right then. <laughs> that sounds like brothers to me. Yeah, I That think sounds so. like older brothers to me. Yeah how they work you should know you're one of them that's true i have i have a whole bag of tricks as far as annoying my siblings goes mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't really use them that much anymore but they're they're around they're there you, yeah. you should every now and then you should just go to your brother's house uninvited <clears throat> walk in give him a noogie walk out that would be appreciated i'm sure yeah you're welcome steve <laughs> i'm sure he would love that <laughs> yeah just yeah. you know it's bonding. Yeah. That's what it is. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, maybe it's time we talk about some trues and fnews. Trues and fnews. Our internet famous game. Trues and, and fnews. The game where I come up with two fake headlines. Stupid name. <laughs> and I find one true headline. <clears throat> That's right. And David has to tell me which is the trues. Oh, boy. This is our internet famous game sweeping the country. So famous. Trues and fnews. Some people think it's called trues, but some people hear fnews. But it's actually both. But it's actually Laurel. It's Laurel. It's (laughs) definitely fucking Laurel. (laughs) I just, oh, I could could talk about this for way longer than anyone wants to listen. Yes. We're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hold on. I have to yawn. Man. <sighs> okay. All right. What do we got? First headline. Mm-hmm. New studies indicate that coconut water may be a medically viable intravenous substitute for blood plasma. Mm, okay. All right. Second headline. Students at Central PA School District are required to smile in hallways. There's a fly in this room and he's driving me bananas. Bananas, yep. you say? Yep. He is driving you so crazy that you are pronouncing bananas wrong. <sighs> I could hear. I just saw him Do a second him? ago. Listen. I think he's to my left behind me. I'm picking him up on Mike. This is going to drive me nuts. He stopped. He's only briefly landing. Okay, let's continue. Okay. <laughs> So students at Central PA School District are required to smile in hallways. Okay. Third, clean out your produce drawer. Spoiled onions are responsible for more cases of food poisoning per year than raw chicken. Mm. Want a recap? 
Yes, I do. New studies indicate that coconut water may be a medically viable intravenous substitute for blood plasma. Okay. Students at Central PA School District are required to smile in hallways. Okay. Clean out your produce drawer. Spoiled onions are responsible for more cases of food poisoning per year than raw chicken. All right, here's the direction I'm going with this in my head. I don't think it's the onion thing, because I think people basically stop eating their onions before they're all slippy and gross. So I'm casting the onion one aside. Okay. I I think coconut water in your veins just seems too silly. And I think there's a mystery in the students required to smile that hasn't been aired. So I'm going with the students required to smile. You are right. Yes. <laughs> but there's not really uh, any mystery to it. What? What? what, what but why? Why would... Students in Northern Lebanon School District are required to smile when walking in the hallways between classes. Students who don't smile are told to either smile or see a guidance counselor to discuss their problems. <laughs> what the fuck? Parents and teachers are also telling the news agency that bullying incidents are being ignored by school administrators. Jean Gundram, mother of 15-year-old Juliana Gundram, opted to pull her daughter from the school and enroll her in the district cyber school as a result of the policy forcing students to smile. If you don't smile, you get called to the office or down to see your guidance counselor, Juliana told Lebanon Daily News. You have to talk about your problems then. You have to or you get detention. What the hell? Several teachers told Lebanon Daily News that assistant high school principal Benjamin Wenger has taken upon himself to enforce the rule, which is not a written rule within the district. State law required schools to adopt an anti-bullying policy by January 1, 2009, and the district has a written policy regarding bullying. Gundram also told Lebanon Daily News that her other daughter, 14-year-old Adriana, was bullied as soon as the 2017-18 school year began. It hasn't been addressed by school officials. Superintendent Eric Benzel, however, said any bullying incident that is reported in the school district is taken seriously. This is ridiculous and stupid. We fully investigate every report of bullying, but we can't tell both sets of parents about the consequences. I can't talk to a parent about another parent's child. I That's don't, the end I of just, the article. I don't understand how you can enforce kids' smile. <clears throat> well, what's happening... Is they're going, we don't have a bullying problem. Just smile. That's... Oh, you're not smiling? You're the problem. (laughs) You have to go talk about your problems. That would drive you insane. I would murder a bitch. (laughs) That's just like... It's infuriating to be told to smile when you're not happy to begin with. Here's the thing, like, my face just doesn't smile if I'm not thinking about smiling. Like, if I'm not actively laughing or thinking about something that, like, makes me smile or trying to smile, my face doesn't naturally smile. Me either. Like, it just doesn't do that thing. Yeah. And I know for a fact, I know I have resting bitch face. I know (laughs) if I'm not thinking about what my face is doing, I look like I'm scowling or I look like I'm upset. I have a childhood of being in school and people being like, what's wrong? It's like, I'm just 
focusing on my maths. I don't <laughs> my maths. Just doing my maths. Just doing my maths. Back I'm, off. I me. don't know. The furrowed brow was because multiplication is complicated. I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's a lifetime, especially if you're a woman and you have resting bitch face. It's a lifetime of being told to smile. Yeah, I get I just it. I just really can't get how they can enforce. I get it that. at work from bosses. I get it. All the time, and it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's like, it doesn't mean I'm doing a bad job. It doesn't mean I'm not happy, and my face doesn't exist to make you more comfortable. Yeah. And also, it would be weird if I just smiled all the fucking time for no reason. Yeah. Save the the one for the Psych Gags podcast. (laughs) And another thing, I have a very expressive face, Mm -hmm. so when it is actually expressing things it's very clear what it's expressing yeah right and if i were to try to just constantly smile when i'm actually mad i would just look like i'm gonna murder somebody you have like That's... a creepy hybrid smile slash rage face yeah it would be very unsettling and yeah. people would not like it no i've told that to one of my bosses <laughs> i was like that's not a good idea yeah you don't want me to fake smile for you <laughs> It's going to be horrible. It's going to creep you out. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It's just a bad idea. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. Like, it doesn't help. Who is that helping? Nobody. Know. Nobody. You're just trying to smooth the problems over by being like, the kids are always happy. They're smiling in the hallways. We don't have any problems. No one's getting bullied. That's super weird. Yeah. That's super weird and definitely not addressing a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not so good. Yeah, if they think that's a solution, I, I I get another thing for them. They got another thing coming. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So that's treason news. Ah. Well. All right. Adding to my mostly positive guessing streak. Yeah. I actually don't know what the record is anymore. We used nah, to. Nah, we lost track. We lost track a long eh, time ago. Too, there's too many. Yeah. Maybe maybe when we get to um a, maybe like our hundredth episode or something we'll we'll, do like we'll a take tally. a tally and and uh, see percentage wise how we do. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Although I will say it's going to be a little bit skewed because I've done twice in a row now. Skewed. It's going to be a bit skewed. I said skewed. I thought you said skewed. I I thought I said skewed, but I might have <laughs> said skewed. It's going to be a bit skewed though. It's going to be a wee bit skewed. Just a bit skewed. It's a bit skewed. Because I did twice in a row. Oh. You got to guess last week. I did not. Uh, uh, wait. Uh, it was a guest episode. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, all right. So just, so just you know, a bit scoot. Just like when we do the numbers, just understand <clears throat> that it's a little bit scoot. Just a bit scoot. <laughs> um, I just realized I have nothing for the middle segment. <laughs> Okay. I totally disregarded it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Did you see that look of panic? (laughs) This is like terror. I totally (laughs) forgot about it. That's okay. Um, I kind of have something that we could talk about. Okay. Yeah. What what's your thing? Which is uh I we we got an email in the the Goose Chase email recently. Oh, we did? Yeah, and it was from God, I'm someone I'm so bad at checking that. I'm it, sorry. It was from someone who set up a podcast search engine. It was like a form email that they send out to all the podcasts that they end up aggregating, right? Oh, okay, okay. Um 
So I didn't want to click any links because I'm like, I don't trust this, but I'm going to look up the company. And I, I forget what they're called now, and it, it doesn't matter. I'm not in the business of advertising them right now. Okay, because I opened the email. Yeah. It's a good, it's a funny name. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I knew it had a, a little uh, sort, of, sort of a joke, jokiness to it. But um, so the, the, the idea is that they aggregate podcasts and they have like, you know, apparently it's an easier way to search them or something like that, which I didn't really necessarily find to be true. Um, they do have a lot of stuff indexed. And I went to their website to look and see that we were, in fact, in their search results. And all of our episodes are there. And one of them in particular caught my attention because it had a button that said transcript. The only There was only one of them that had a transcript. And I was like, well, that's interesting. So I, so I pulled it up. How bad is the transcript? It's so bad. <laughs> it's so Should bad. we read the transcript? I kind of thought it wouldn't be a terrible idea. Um, Maybe not the whole thing. No, but, but like obviously. we could. It's um, if you go to uh, yeah. So here, here I found do, I found it. We have to do this live. I'll, I'll look us up. Here's some music while we're googling this. <laughs> do, do, That's not music. Do, 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 do. So it's it's music. Are you judging me? <laughs> it's. It so is doo-doos, <laughs> but it's music. So it's it was, beautiful music. So there's a transcript for episode 29, our Starlight episode. It does not differentiate between which of us is talking. <clears throat> oh, that's fun. Uh, so it's all just one big mess here. I'll give you one of its lines. Um, <laughs> said if it can exist in a freezer for an indef- indefinite amount of time, and then I can pop it in the microwave and eat it, and like four minutes, it's not good for me, not even not good for you, I would go so far as to say, just play not good, because I mean, but some of these things, they like heart healthy on them, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, this makes me just, it makes me feel like we're very manic. <laughs> I know. So the beginning it says, hello. Got, it got a lot of this right. From the beginning it says, hello, and then, hello, my name is Bongiorno. <laughs> or for the Americans, that's Bongiorno, which is yeah, That's exactly what we said, I think. Um, uh, I'm trying to find some good parts. Uh, I think I'm no wait the macaw thing that actually was in there, so it got a lot of this really well. Okay, so then this is kind of boring because it did pretty good. Um, um, it gets a few words wrong every now and then. It says I I was like twelve because I remember those those were like a disaster in a cop every time. They would be like, "Are you sure you want to give her this?" Because I'm like a preteen. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? It was the when my dad would get the those drinks from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so I actually got that right too. Well, you know, God, reading this just makes me think that oh, God, we are really annoying. <laughs> Some of yeah. Well, yep, that's the whole point. Uh, this whole point of this podcast is to annoy people. Mm-hmm. Williams of the Beeper, totally that like freaks. Beardsley not near not like a huge kick person. <laughs> I'm going to dessert person soften butter. I think I, however, want all of the bad things in large amounts. That was something yeah. I said. 
Anyway, I thought it was interesting that someone transcribed our shit. I mean, it's a machine transcription. It says so somewhere around on the page. So it says there's likely to be a lot of errors. And oh, it got Cakeology's name right, though. Cakeology? Yeah, Cakeology. I like to say Cakeology. Cakeology. Like, like archaeology, but it got Cakeology's name right. No kidding. Yeah, of that's all a, things. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, actually. another shout out for Cakeology. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was interesting they did that. Now, I don't know why they chose that episode if it was just maybe when they brought the feed in or something maybe um, i don't know if they plan on eventually doing this for like every episode you know in their uh in their feed or what the goal is but i thought that was interesting yeah it actually it's interesting man. <laughs> got our bajordo joke so that worked out all right yeah at least partially yeah so i don't yeah. know i don't know that's, that's not much that's of a middle a section but it's something yeah. Um, I feel like I had something vaguely interesting at some point in the past week, but That's I can't remember. That's what we remember. shoot for on show, is vaguely Let me look at my links. Let me look at my my tabs. Okay. <laughs> because I always have a billion. All right. Maybe there's something interesting here. That's my insurance information. Man, dead air. It's not. Oh. Yeah, we're ta- you're talking. We're doing. I'm looking oh. through my tabs. Ah. Nope. Nope. There's nothing there. Oh, my God. Nothing there. <laughs> well, that's actually all right, honestly, because we're coming up on like 34 minutes. Okay. I can't something. believe I forgot about the middle segment. That's okay. It's all right. Next time I do it, I'm going to have a really good one. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, That's fine. I was thinking about something, though. Wait, wait. I was thinking. We, we've we been doing these guest episodes every so often. Yeah. And I think we should have one Mr. Christopher Brady on a guest episode. That'd be fun. Should he like to be on one? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we should be nominating him publicly like this, but I think it's I safe think to so. say he would want to do it. I think want to call him out. <laughs> Only because I know that he would do it. Yeah, so. I think he would. Yeah. I wonder how we should do that. That would be a very interesting thing to do. And I wonder in particular if he would want to bring some topic. Let's talk about we'll, that another we'll time talk, here. We'll talk details with him. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking about it. I didn't want to forget to mention it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so we'll think on that. We will talk to him most likely very soon. In the meanwhile, we're going to take a little break here. So yeah. stick around, and we'll be back in a minute with, All right. with more Goose Chase. Welcome back to Goose Chase with your hosts, Laurel and Yanni. Nope. <clears throat> Laurel and Laurel. <laughs> I have a definitive answer on this, and I wanted to say nothing until we started recording. Mm-hmm. I have a definitive Laurel-Yanni answer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> An article from Wired.com <clears throat> uh, r- reports that, uh, and actually a lot of other people seemingly have already tracked the roots of this whole thing, where the recording comes from. Mm-hmm. 
and how it got popular and what's going on. The whole thing. They have a great article about it. Okay. Um, apparently, the recording itself originated in the uh, in vocabulary.com, which is a place where you could just go to listen to, you know, words be pronounced. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, under the entry for Laurel. Okay. So definitely Laurel. Uh, apparently, it was posted to uh, Reddit uh, under the in the Black Magic Fuckery subreddit, mm-hmm. where they, people post kind of these like. So someone heard it things. and they didn't hear Laurel, and they they were like, "Why is Laurel being pronounced Yemi?" Yes. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, well, I guess uh, no. I, I guess actually, it didn't start on Reddit. It. Started sooner than that. That's just like a place you can track that it had been posted. But uh, it says it it got popular recently because of um, someone named Katie Hetzel, mm-hmm. a freshman at Flowery Branch High School in Georgia. That's the person I heard of. Yeah, who you know, looked up Laurel because it was a vocabulary word, and she heard it, and she heard Yanny, and then started circulating this, you know, as a question amongst her classmates, and everyone realized that they couldn't agree on what it was. So, anyway, long story short, it's Laurel. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say. (laughs) Okay. I know. You're preaching to the choir. I know. It's just, I'm talking to the internet here. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Haven't you learned you shouldn't do that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not usually productive in any way. No. But I'm still, I'm still saying it. But I mean, we do it all the time. That's yeah. what this is. We're <laughs> yeah, right. just talking to the internet. That's exactly what this is. Yep. Um, but anyway, it is time for the main segment for this episode. Is it where you feed me grapes? No, it is not. Oh. But is that it could be... where you feed me watermelon? No, it is not that. Is it just where you feed me various We're fruits? We're clearly food obsessed right now. <laughs> this is, oh God. I might have some watermelon later. Yeah. We do still have a whole watermelon. Yeah, I need there. to cut that up. A lumpy, sort of uneven watermelon. Don't body shame my watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow on one side. That means it's going to be yummy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week... We are talking about something called Sealand. Sealand. This topic was suggested to us by Ben Slam. Hey, Ben. Uh, you know, my fellow co-presenter of the Three Dude podcast. Um, he told me that and he... former roommate. That's right. And he had all kinds of... He told me he has all kinds of ideas for topics. And this is one that he decided... First, he suggested to me that we should really talk about D.B. Cooper. And I was like, we did D.B. Cooper. Yes. Right. Um, but, uh, then he came at me with this one. I thought it was such a cool idea. I had not heard of this before he told us the other nights. So. Yeah. Uh, the gist of Sealand, uh, to just start on it, is that it is one guy's floating country in the middle of the, of international waters outside of the UK. Mm-hmm. Um... This is the real deal as far as Freeman on the range go. Uh, I, I love this story. I love that this exists. Uh, there's so much fun stuff to get into here. Oh, my God. You can't yawn. I'm going to yawn if you yawn. <laughs> no man is an island except this man. 
this who man. Who has an island. Who both is and has an island. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I thought I'd just start on the history of this, right? What it is is that uh, during World War II, uh, England uh, had this problem with Germans putting mines everywhere. <laughs> those pesky Germans. Those, those those goofy Germans. Let's let's Nazis. We had a problem with Nazis putting mines. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's a probably everywhere. more more accurate yeah. descriptor. There weren't just like kindly German folk <laughs> no. placing mines everywhere. No, there weren't the neighborhood <laughs> strudel shop owner going out to the middle of the ocean dropping landmines. Yeah. No. Nazis. Um we're putting mines all over the place. So England attempted to set up like a periphery defense in, you know, international waters surrounding England, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their defenses... Wait, what World War did you say? <clears throat> World War Two. Okay, I was going to say, World War <coughs> One. that wasn't... Was that Nazis yet? No, no, no. Nazis yet. But it, World were, War II, I was yeah. right. There were Nazis then. I know that much. That's right. <laughs> and we've had a tricky time getting rid of them ever since. Yes. Weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, among those defenses was this tower called uh, Fort Ruff's Tower. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, it's basically like seven miles off the coast of England, right? Anything beyond three miles at that time <clears throat> was international waters. Mm-hmm. So this is like well outside of what they recognize as their own territory. Yeah. Um, in the 50s. After the Nazis weren't a concern anymore for a while, and uh, World War II was well over, the British basically abandoned this tower. It was like... We don't need that tower. Yeah, we don't need it out there. It's stupid and I hate it. <laughs> basically the... You know, it's... it's. I guess what they did basically was they built this, these columns and a platform on a barge, and they took it out and they just sank the barge. was like basically what they did. Mm-hmm. So... After the war, they didn't need it. They just kind of forgot about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they, they, they had people they, stationed there, and then they took them away, and they yeah, just left it. Disregarded it. Right. <clears throat> so, flash forward to 1965. Uh, there's this guy named Jack Moore. He is a pirate radio operator. That is a thing that fascinates me. Pirate radio is pretty fascinating. Maybe we'll talk about pirate radio sometime. There's probably like a lot of really cool stuff just on pirate radio. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this guy's radio station is called Wonderful Radio London, which sounds downright sweet, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Wonderful Radio London. Um, so he's operating this pirate radio on a nearby tower. It's called uh, Knock John Tower. It's another... <laughs> I know. Don't knock John until you try John. No, I'm talking about... Ew. Ew what? The dog just did something gross. Which was? Uh, so he is demanding my affection. He's, he's battling Now right he's now. battling me. He was demanding my affection. But I was scratching his butt and a piece of fur flew off. And he whipped around and ate it. He does that all the time. He's so disgusting. I know, but it's so gross. I'm sorry I interrupted with Boba stuff. Uh, so they are. he's operating radio off of Knock John Tower, mm-hmm. which is near enough by. It's another sea fort, right? Uh, wonderful Radio London would later be renamed Britain's Better Music Station, which <laughs> is kind of clearly a little, a little competition. generic. Yeah, it seems like competition. 
It's like if there was like um, the BBC and then it's the better BBC. Britain's music station. The BBC. Better music station. <laughs> yeah, right. It seems like a guy felt like he had something to prove. The BSN and the BBSN. Oh, sure. wait. It, better. Yeah. Yeah. B. I'm sorry. B, <laughs> no, BMS. I'll, no, I'll wait. BMS and BBMS. Yes, BMS. I'll get it together, folks. Right. Um, so anyway, he runs this station using military equipment that was like left there for like hmm. two years. It's like kind of a long time to be like a dude floating on an old sea barge kind of thing, right? <laughs> a little bit. Um, basically, this is not illegal until it all of a sudden is. They like pass new legislation to, you know, make his, you know, pirate radio station, even though it's fairly far away, mm-hmm. they make it illegal. So uh, he ends up being fined 100 pounds sterling, <clears throat> uh, as well as just being convicted of violation of this this you know, whatever radio act or whatever um the station goes dark he just i don't know he doesn't have a lot of money or resources he's now been fined he's just like fuck it you know he, he gives up but he does search for another place and he ends up basically squatting at the initial tower that we were talking about ruff's tower or rose tower i still don't know if i'm saying that right how's it spelled r-o-u-g-h-s so we would spell it ruff's but I don't, yeah, I don't know how the Brits do that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, uh, basically, he ends up squatting at this tower. Him and his daughter, like, occupy the tower for a bit, right? Um, they eventually declare the structure independent. Um, uh, it's People get wind of, of him there, and they want to take... They want to take. They want to take it for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's in international waters, so everyone, you know, relatively fairly assumes it's like you know outside of, you know, the, law the, jurisdiction. Yeah, like the British have forgotten about it. It's out there. You know, he thinks, okay, well, this is this is mine now. This is where I live now. No one else is, you know, here. I, he kind of claims it. Um, someone named Patty Roy Bates and his family and people with him. Seize control of the tower in 1968. That dick. Um, and they are the ones who end up having long-term custody of this place. Okay. Um, I, I wrote down here. I, who knew actual like pirate radio was basically like actual being a pirate? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it seems crazy. Like these. Like because 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 I believe Patty Roy Bates was also a pirate radio guy. I mean, it seems like the kind of thing, like, how would you know about this person otherwise? Yeah, right, exactly. If you weren't also doing the same thing that he was. Yeah, so he, you know, he goes out there and, and successfully takes control of the tower uh, in 68. But the conflict actually draws the attention of the British Navy, right? Mm-hmm. Who are, like, dispatched out there to, like, monitor the situation. So... Roy Bates's son, Michael, when he sees the the British Navy, he fires warning shots across and over them. Did he not know it was the British Navy or that was he just maybe not have the best judgment? That wasn't mentioned. I I I don't even know which of the two would be the case, but either way, it's what he does. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they haul him in. They actually like 
go out there, get on board this this floating, you know, structure, and they arrest Roy and his son. Um, they are uh, brought back to the mainland. There's charges filed against Wait, them. Which one is Roy? He's the original guy. No, no. Th- at this point, the other guy is out of the picture, never to return. Okay, because you said something about Jack the name Moore. Patty. Yes, Patty, Patty Roy, uh, Patty Roy Bates. Okay, because you goes user, by, he goes by Roy. Yes. Okay, I there were too many names, and I wasn't sure okay. that that was the same guy. I got confused. So, so Roy Bates, he's the one that at this point Jack Moore is gone. Okay, so his son fires warning shots, and they take them in. Yes, the Bates boys are brought to the mainland <laughs> to stand, you know, trial for their you know, crimes of menacing or, you know, they actually had weapons charges filed on them. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a critical moment for Sealand. What happens here is defining for the next 40 years. Oh, this is going to be like, um, oh God, what do they call it when when a case, it's going to be case law. They set a precedent. Yeah. They set a precedent here. The courts throw the case out. They throw the weapons charge out because they decide that this structure, being seven miles outside of of the mainland, is four miles outside of Britain's territorial waters. So they decide they don't have jurisdiction. And with that, that's enough for the Bates family to believe they have a de facto judgment that they are, in fact, completely independent and sovereign out there. In international waters, right? Mm-hmm. So just like that, there's now legal precedent that they are their own legal entity. You know, they have they have a judgment in their favor that they can rely back on if they need it. All right. Um. <clears throat> so again, that was all in '68, right? Mm-hmm. Flash forward in 1975. Uh, Roy Bates has a flag. A currency, a constitution, everything. <laughs> this guy just took it and ran with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is he felt like, no, that's it. That's all I needed. I got them to admit that they can't. It's it was their structure, and they don't they don't claim you can't touch on me. It. Na 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 na. Right. <laughs> um. So he declares himself His Royal Highness Prince Roy of Sealand. Oh, this is Sealand. Okay. This is Sealand. That's what this is now. It's like, it's no longer just this rough tower. eh, Be a little more creative. (laughs) (laughs) I love that his title doesn't include his last name. It's just Prince Roy. (laughs) And Um, Prince. He doesn't even make himself king. That's a thing. It's very (laughs) weird. There's no king of Sealand. Yeah. There is no king. There's just Prince Roy and later Prince Michael, his who's, son. Who's got to die for anyone to become king around this place? <laughs> <laughs> There's I, like a crab wandering around and he's the king. Yeah, he's the king. He surfaces every now and then to whisper advice. But other <laughs> than that, yeah, it's just the princes. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, he's Prince Roy of Sealand. His son is later Prince Michael of Sealand. Um. This is in 1975. So three years later, uh, diamond merchants from the Netherlands and Germany uh, basically want to strike some kind of business deal with him. And they they lead him off the – they have him travel to – gosh, I can't remember. I think they have him travel somewhere in Germany. 
Um, while he's gone, they land helicopters on it and take it over. No. Yes. <laughs> so this is only three years later. It's a, a German lawyer named Alexander Achenbach. Why does everyone want this tower it's so just, bad? I know. It's just this like shitty, rusty old like thing in the middle of, and you know, sure it's shitty, but it is a floating country in the middle of nowhere. Like, I guess I can see for a lot of reasons why that would be appealing to especially a certain kind of person. <sighs> I mean, okay. I know. It's weird. But, but, I you mean, know. a guy and his family live there. Like, yeah. The fuck is your problem? Mm-hmm. Well, then the thing is, you got to remember, that's how Roy got it, too. Uh, yeah. Now I'm on his side. I wasn't on his side, you know? <laughs> and he won me over yeah. with Sealand. Well, you know, I think it's once he started putting the work in and, like, we yeah. have a constitution. Yeah. We it's... have we have our own flag and coat of arms. and we That have... other guy didn't think of doing that. No, he didn't. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's something that uh, that's something that Roy did. Um. So anyway, helicopters land on it while he's away. They hold his son hostage. Oh, no. Um, they basically take it over the only way you can, which is by helicopter. The way that it's structured, you have these like big cylinder type leg type things to it. And mm-hmm. then a big what looks like an aircraft carrier platform on top. That's it. There's no other way in except to land by helicopter. Right. Yeah. Um, so I said, you know, they've landed, they've taken his island, they're holding his son hostage. They have left him no choice except to pull a diehard. Meaning? Meaning, in the middle of the night, Bates flies in on his own helicopter with a (laughs) helicopter pilot. They fly into the wind to, like, be, to mask their approach. Mm Mm-hmm. He and his company surprise the usurpers, guns on them, where they surrender almost immediately. It's like out of a fucking action movie. This is sweet. All just for this tower. I know. It's the battle for Sealand. The battle for Sealand. Never forget the the battle for Sealand's independence. Um, (laughs) They they have a a flag that's of the tower itself, and it says, come and take it. (laughs) (laughs) Like Texas. A subtle nod to Texas. I wish. Their flag I'm, is actually kind of I'm sure boring. this island off the coast of, uh, you said I- England? Yeah. <laughs> it really is giving that subtle nod to Texas, but you, I wish they were. The thing is, they totally should, because it's the same spirit of, like, yeah. like frontiersmanship. You know, it's just, it's crazy. So, again, they've landed now. Guns on the usurpers. They've freed his son. Now they have their own hostage situation on their hands. Because now they have hostages. <laughs> <laughs> they right? get to that point and they're like, oh, we did not <clears throat> think this through. And I, I did not mean to have hostages. <laughs> so naturally, the German government wants to negotiate their release as well as the Netherlands, right? Mm-hmm. They, the, the German government goes to the, the UK government pleading with them to intercede in some way. And they're like, uh, did your people try to take over this island? Yes, they fucking did. Yeah, right. They get what they get. <laughs> well, this is a second critical moment for Sealand. Once again, the government falls back on precedent and says, we weren't, we weren't, you know, able to, they were outside of our jurisdiction then and they are now. Yeah. So now they've twice. They're like, you need to appeal to the government of Sealand. Yeah, exactly. You need to talk to the Sealand consulate. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. That's really what they're saying. And that's a, that's another 
further, you know, reinforcing Sealand's claim to independence, the UK government has now twice said we have not no, our business. Yeah. International waters. Right. Um, <clears throat> so German negotiators are, show up at Sealand and are forced to negotiate with Bates as a head of state. <laughs> right. Uh, which all but basically sealed their independence at this point. They've now had to, they've negotiated as a state. Mm. It's like, what's more legitimate than that? Um, so eventually, the negotiations succeed. The prisoners are released for what is about worth $125,000 of today's money. Oh, they gave them money? Yes. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yes, they did. But how does that... Translate into sealand currency, I wonder. That's a great question. I'll have to look up the exchange rate for you. Okay. <laughs> um, the uh, So also out of this, Sealand's first traitor to state was convicted. Um, a treason conviction in the midst of all this. There was only one of the usurpers who actually had a Sealand passport. And so he Wait, was... Wait, what? Yeah, one of the usurpers had a Sealand passport issued by Sealand because they were issuing passports. Okay. So he actually was convicted in what must have been the most ridiculous kangaroo court. I mean, I'm sure he was guilty, but he was convicted <laughs> of treason on his way out the door. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. So... So what happens when you're convicted of treason in Sealand? <clears throat> well, what happened to him was that he was exiled along with the lawyer, Achenbach, <laughs> um, and, uh, the, the guy's name was Ger- Gernot Putz, I believe. All I'm right. not sure how to say that. They, they were exiled. Um, they maintain that they were a government in exile. Like that, that there was an actual coup, like the way that if a country was taken over now, the former heads of state would go somewhere and claim to be a legitimate government that has been exiled from their homelands. Setting aside that it was just a failed coup and they never had any legitimate yeah, authority like, there. Yeah, like, no, you never had authority there. If you if right. you were, like, the original guy who owned it, yeah, they, he maybe has some right to it, but not them. If they had been there long enough to establish anything other than just a hostage crisis, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it's worth pointing out that Achenbach's successor maintains to this day that claim to authority. Like, his family is still like, no. We are exiled royalty of Sealand. Oh, God. <laughs> right? <laughs> Very weird. Uh, so, some stuff from the years since then. Baby, can, we, can we get passports to Sealand? That would be pretty cool. Can we go to Sealand? They don't issue them anymore because, as I was just about to tell you, in 1997, all of their uh, passports were revoked due to uh, connection to a large number of high-profile uh, uh I wrote claims, but I meant crimes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, fake passports. They were like, oh, you know who will give me a passport? Sealand will. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure exactly what those crimes were that we could go into, or ha- I could have gone into that a little bit more. But basically, passports were yanked. The the the, the um, legitimacy of their passports was scrubbed away, right? Okay. Uh, in the year 2000, a company called Haven Co., which was a data hosting services company, was founded and operated from Sealand by Michael Bates, the son of 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 oh. uh, of, of uh, God. Why can I not Roy. remember Roy Bates? Yeah, so he starts a data services 
company, like like cloud storage company on sea land. Okay. Um, it was <clears throat> its acceptable use policy was pretty lax. The only real rules were no child pornography, no spamming, no malicious hacking. But that was basically it. Like the idea mm. was they were trying to represent freedom of data. Mm-hmm. And what better place to do that from than like a, a floating then platform in the middle of international waters? Yeah. Um, piracy was considered fine, uh, as was all other manner of objectionable but otherwise legal content. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, piracy isn't legal. Right. Yeah. That's that was like one of those. That's like the one thing that they're points. like. Yeah. You you can do that. We don't care about that. Yeah. Um, after some disagreements within about the management of Haven Co. Uh, by one of the with one of the other operators or whatever, um, and then after like a long period of silence, they just kind of shut down. Mm. So, I mean, <clears throat> how many people were running it? It's like only him and his dad and maybe some other siblings living on this island. Was it like a remote partner? Uh, I'm still not sure about that. And actually, here's another thing. I question whether, because I read a couple of different sources on this, I question whether the data center was actually operating off of off of the the platform. Okay. Or whether it was just simply owned and incorporated in Sealand, but operated back on the mainland. Okay. I'm not sure. And also, like, how do they, do they, I'm, I guess I have to go back to the mainland to get groceries and stuff, like. Yeah. Yeah, like they have. Seems like a bit of a hassle. And in fact, I I know from reading some anecdotal stuff that they did travel to and from. Like they were still like recognized citizens, <laughs> of, hmm. you know, in England. They just had this weird, you know, sort of like a questionable second nationality. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Sealand was courted for purchase many times. Many people. Um, you know, at one point or another had interest in Sealand, but they, they they never were successfully sold. Uh, they listed themselves in 2007 for sale for around $906 million. They were selling themselves? They were selling themselves. Dark. Oh, no. They've yeah. fallen on hard times. <laughs> no one bought them. Mm. Uh, no one wanted to pay $906 million for a floating piece of garbage. <laughs> Are they for sale for nearly free? Because I might buy it. They, they are... They, they are they're not for sale for free, but hold that thought. <laughs> um, so uh, it is noteworthy. One of the people that offered to buy them was the Pirate Bay. Okay, that would make sense. Pretty cool if it had happened. Yeah. But I guess their price wasn't right because they never sold to them. But <laughs> when the Pirate Bay was getting essentially kicked out of Sweden, they made a serious offer to Sealand <laughs> for, the, for the property, which is... So smart. That would have been beautiful. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it kind of would a shame have that... been the Pirate Bay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a shame it didn't happen. Yeah, in a way. Ah, uh, well. Um, I mean, they mm. should have taken that deal just for the pure beauty of it. I know. Like these people deserve it. That's just, like for just a for good the cause, and it's something that, like, obviously, at least one of the people inhabiting the yeah. island believed in because it was piracy they were philosophically aligned on that with when oh. it came to uh haven co there was some there was some lightness of thought um <clears throat> it's worth noting as far as the uk is concerned sealand is no longer technically in international waters 
Ah. In 1987, the UK expanded the range of its territorial waters by legislation to reach 12 miles offshore. Okay. So Sealand now, as far as England is concerned, is within their international, within their their territorial waters. Mm -hmm. Um, But A, what's interesting is that's just kind of their perspective because when it comes to sovereignty and stuff, it's just you know who's you know whose claim is better or bigger. Mm-hmm. You know I can I can claim to own this chunk of America right here where my house is, mm-hmm. and you know it will be it will be me against the United States of America. But you know it's like that's one of those things. It's a perspective thing and has to be like enforced in order yeah. to come down to like a like a like a hard and fast conclusion, right? Yes. Uh, the other thing is. They've generally left them alone ever since, you know, like they took all their passports away with like very few exceptions. Hmm. So even though they're... I mean, what are they doing? (laughs) Yeah. They're not doing anything. They don't seem to be hurting anybody and they're still coming to the mainland for their, their, you know, supplies. So, yeah. Meh. Right. Who cares? Or is the family still there? Sealand currently has a population of about 50 people. Really? That many? Surprising it's that many. Yeah, I kind of figured it was just this insular family and just them and that's it. Well, you figure that's also like they started there in the 60s, couple of generations. The son has already gotten old and passed away. Oh. So like the people that were there would be like the grandkids of Roy. Yeah. So, could, so 50 I mean, people I, could reasonably be his I guess, family. but since I'm a <coughs> person who doesn't want kids, I just... Right. Don't think about that. <laughs> it's funny how fast families replicate. Yeah. Um, so, Sealand today sustains itself, its economy. It does kind of have an economy. It's primarily sustained on tourism and their gift shop. So, you can actually go to Sealand. Until very recently, you could. Oh, you're looks breaking like, my heart. I know. I know. They, it seems like they. Uh, then there's a statement, like a news statement on their website. I think it was like maybe four years ago that they stopped taking people. Something like Aww. that. Right. Um, and who's to say if that'll change again? Because, you know, like there, I think there might be possibly a resurgence of interest in Sealand. Because I saw like a, a lot of more recent articles about them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so they have, you know, their, their economy is fueled by things like selling titles of nobility. <laughs> um uh, literature, you know, like uh, little historical things, uh, booking visits. Like I said, you can't do that now. Uh, they solicit donations. Um, you can buy a 50th anniversary commemorative coin issued uh, last year on their 50th birthday. Or maybe Aww. the beginning of this year. Ah, I forget how it works. I want out. a commemorative coin. Right, like a commemorative 50th anniversary Sealand coin. That's kind of sweet. How many Sealand bucks is it? <laughs> I'm just assuming that's what their currency is. All of those, all of those can be bought in pounds sterling. So they are using the Great Britain currency. They apparently have decided to play ball on the economy. I don't know. I don't know how their taxes work, but yeah. Um, you can, like I said, you can buy a custom. You can buy a custom footballer's jacket, like a zip up, you know, football. Like apparently, I guess they have a football team. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how you can with fifty people. Yes. Um, you uh, <clears throat> you can have yourself named a lord or a lady. 
or for more money, you can be named a baron or a baroness, you can, in fact, you can buy a square foot of sea land property, which mostly, I think, consists of the extended range of their international waters and not really like a square foot on mm-hmm. the platform. But you can, buy, you can buy a title, a property title, to one square foot of sea land property. I feel like if I buy <clears throat> a property title, then I should get to visit. Yeah, that seems fair. Because I'm part owner. Well, you know, who knows if they'll ever reopen that too. How much is it to buy? Well, I can I can tell you because I bought one. You bought one? I bought one. David (laughs) You're the best. I bought one square foot of sea land. Baby, we're going to sea land. It will be listed on the title as owned by Goose Chase. Oh, you bought it in I bought it in our honor. So the Goose Chase podcast is now a proud owner of one square foot of pirate land, baby. Why does that make me want to cry a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> I, th- I thought you would think it was really cool. Oh, I do. Yeah, I'm like, you maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. We, it cost uh, in the ballpark of 40 some bucks. Oh. It's like a steal. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to not buy? I oh, I went back and forth between having us named Lord and Lady, which is fun or whatever, but property. They property. always say buy property, and by God, I did it's, it. You know, it's location, 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 That's really. Fun. Really, yeah. And you can't get better than Seaman. What's better than seven miles off the coast of Essex? Oh, jeez. And one square foot if of it. If we ever go to England, which I would like to one day. Yeah. I say we try to reach out to Sealand and see if we can go. So I don't know when the title is going to come in, but when it does, it's going to go on that wall. We we do have to get our yeah. wall set up, and yeah. that should be like in a position above the gotcha board. Yeah, oh, right, our, our rogues gallery. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we uh, I, I wrote, congratulations to Goose Chase, property owners uh, in a square foot of pirate property. Suck on that, G-Men. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I don't know when it'll get here. Fuck, I mean, they're pirates. We may never get it. (laughs) (laughs) It just might have been 40 bucks. I know. They might just be like, thanks a lot. Yeah. But anyway, that's... That's what I have on Sealand, and I knew I had to end on that one. I know oh, it, that's so cool. That makes me so happy. I know it's gonna that's be very cool. That's better than owning your own constellation. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> a constellation, as a thing, is like a it's just trick a ball of, of pers- gas. It's it's a trick of perspective. They're not even all close to each other, so it's like, yeah. what good is that? Or but, actually, it's usually a star. Well, a lot, a lot of stars, right? Oh, you mean when you buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you buy, you just, you get a star named yeah. after you. Or you get like a chunk of the moon or something weird. Yeah. But yeah, no, we did better than that. We get a part of Sealand. It's way <laughs> fucking better than the moon. For all we know, the part that we will own, I don't even know if they'll tell us. It's the toilet part. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to tell us what part we own. It's the part where they put the butts. The, the butts. It might just be. Property that's technically in the middle of the water and doesn't count, but I don't care. I wanted yeah. to chunk on on paper that the Goose Chase podcast are real life pirates. We are pirates. Yes, that's cool. So that's the story of Sealand. It goes on to this day. They're still operating, you know, in some capacity. They're still making money, and maybe someday, you know, 
because they got to know it's valuable. They'll reopen travel to Sealand. Yeah. Could be structural concerns. Could be all kinds of things. Who knows? But yep. I will risk my life to go visit Sealand. <laughs> right. Just I get... don't care if it's going to crumble. Yeah. Because I step foot on it. I, j- I just kind of want to float around it, for God's sake. Yeah. That'd be good enough. I mean, you really can only get on it by helicopter. And I imagine if you Maybe go... Maybe that's part of the reason they stopped doing tours and stuff. Maybe it was just cost prohibitive to actually get people there. I don't know. Or I mean, to set it up in a way that people could... You'd have to, like, rent a helicopter to yeah. go. But Yeah, but you got to also think seven miles by helicopter, even if you're assuming you're traveling at, like, you know... Like a relatively low rate of speed. You get there in like 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, but you got to pay for gas. You got to pay for someone to fly the helicopter. Right. If it's not like yourself. If you owned the helicopter and it was you doing it, that's one thing. Yeah. But if... Maybe that's what it was. Maybe the person who used to do it isn't around anymore. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I imagine... The the, guy with the pilot's license. I can't imagine they make that much money. I really, I don't even know if they stay there. I mean, who knows? But yeah. it is listed as a population of around 50. So hmm. whether they're there or not, they thats their, thats their—that's—they belong there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So uh, thank you to Ben for yeah, this topic. That's a, a really, really good topic, Ben. And yeah. I suggest you email us or text us or whatever Um or post some message us on Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Uh, all of your topic ideas, because we we want to know. And as a listener to Goose Chase, we just want you to know that we congratulate you in also being a part owner of Sealand because it yeah. is it is the property of the podcast, and the podcast is us and all of you. So yeah, be so, be a pirate with us. Be pirates with us. <laughs> when we have to redraw the logo now. Yeah, we do. They gotta have eye patches. <laughs> <laughs> maybe little parrots on yeah, top little, of the goose shoulders. Yeah, right. Little parrots and maybe, I don't know, maybe just like guns and shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, that reminds me of another topic that he suggested I'll have to put into our list. Ben has lots of good ideas. Yes. Lots of good ideas. Yes. I think I do urge him to just email us one giant list because yeah. that's the, the best way. However we get them is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I loved that one. Or he could just like suggest one or two Every week for the rest of his life. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> just you know, pay attention to us. Pay attention to me. <laughs> um, so that I think does it. For I an, for another episode of Goose Chase. This dog has just been. I know. He's there's been... something on the chair that he's interested in, and uh, he keeps doing that weird mouth clicky thing when he tastes something particularly foul, but can't <laughs> stop tasting it. All right. Well, we'll 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 call it here and investigate this chair situation. <laughs> um, this has been Goose Chase. Goose Chase, thank you for listening. That was a great episode. Glad. We yeah. will see you next week with another great episode. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at GooseChasePod, and our website is www.GooseChasePodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at GooseChasePodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 